Hi there, welcome to Typical Books. I'm Lydia Peaver, and this is the podcast mirror of my YouTube show, Typical Books, where we talk about horror fiction. So, on with the show. Isidore's Pawn by Eric Hofstetter. It's an atypical book. Isidore's Pawn is a, a novella or a short story, a long short story or short novella. I don't know the word count, but it seemed uh, shorter than a standard novella. Uh, but it is part of this short, sharp shocks book series. And there's quite a few of them. So if you're into these short books, then this is a pretty good contender. Orin meets Skye on his way to a new job in Spain. He will be working alongside an enigmatic character named Eduardo and this oversexed enigma of her own, Doris. Now, he is going to be caretaking this library, not necessarily as a librarian, but this library is guarded by bats. Many, many bats, an entire brood of bats. So they eat the bugs that plague the library because it is a library of old, old books. You can see how this really caught my eye and caught my attention and made me want to read it immediately. I had gotten an email from Eric asking me to read this for the show, so I, I definitely obliged once I read the synopsis. I got very interested. So here we are. So thank you, Eric, for sending it. It comes out just uh, recently, May of this year, from Domain Publishing UK. And these are the Short Sharp Shocks series of books and I think there's about 20 of them I could be mistaken I have to look and I'm interested to read a couple more from the series because there are some authors who I recognize and authors you will recognize too alongside Eric's book and it depends on what you are into as far as horror now you read the synopsis I read it too sort of basically my synopsis go ahead and read uh, what it says on Amazon, which would give you maybe a clearer picture. Now, I had been very intrigued, and I wish there was a little more of this library. I really do. I'm such a sucker for that. And I'm not as big of a fan of sex in books. Now, that's weird because I really like something like Into Pain Freak with lots of sex and sexuality, but there's not actually like sex described in it. Uh, I'm more into like abnormal and, and kinky ideas of human sexuality. And I could talk about human sexuality uh, until my fucking mouth fell off, but sex itself is just not my thing. So there's, um, that's my own thing with horror. There's a lot of people who turn to horror for the sex and... There were times in my life when I definitely did too, and there are certain passages in Stephen King that many other young women had underlined, I'm sure. But, you know, I guess that time has come and gone for me, and I'm more of an asexual type person when it comes to my books, and it's uh, part of the plot. So it's important in, in, in this plot. But it is a fun story, and what I will say is I would love to see this as a graphic novel. It would make a perfect graphic novel and it has sort of a noir feel which i really enjoyed and the mystery going in and the attitude of the main character is a very at home with like a private detective and i haven't read a lot of eric's other work so i'm wondering if there is any like um extreme horror crime going on in there because i think you'd really like lend a great voice to that uh, I did enjoy the dynamic between Skye and the main character. It's a really short book, so there it, like, isn't a lot of time for that relationship to gestate. 
but uh, it was interesting as it progressed in the short time that it did. Now, when he arrives at the library, there is a little bit of uh, mystery because there is maybe even a fourth person in the library and we get glimpses of that. And I really enjoyed that reveal. And I do wish this was a little longer, even though if it had been longer, I just, I don't know if I would have stuck with it because I stuck with it gleaning over the things that just weren't, uh, didn't fit in with my personality per se, and still got a lot out of the story. So yeah, for those that like a lot of, uh, a bit of raunchiness and a lot of sex in their stories, then this would be uh, very high on the list. I think it's super fun actually. And it's not really high on the gore either. So people who aren't gore hounds might really like this. If this is the earmark of the style of story put out in Short Sharp Shocks by Domain Publishing, I think they'd be a really good contender for like those, this short novella thing, this short novella boom. And I think like the bloodshot or bookshots or whatever they're called that were trying to be popularized. I think that this and the look of them, as far as a library collection on Kindle, uh, it really has um, their foothold in this market quite firmly. I think also part of why I think it would make such a great graphic novel is that it looks like a damn graphic novel, doesn't it? Looking at the cover, all of them have the same sort of design to it. And I like this as far as a serial and it works really well as a thumbnail on Kindle and it looks really cool, even big like this. So this whole design reminded me of comic style. So, wow, if these ever get made into graphic novels, I would be pretty pleased. So I'd like to see this do really well. So to go and peruse Eric's title, Isadora's Pawn, and other people's books in Domain Publishing's Kindle offerings, especially if you like, like a short story, like I'd much rather read all of these and this 12 times, this particular story, than go to a street corner and pay a dollar to have a receipt tape of a short story. Cause I've heard that in the news for a couple years now, and it seems to be getting traction. And I am so sorry, but that, writing is worth so much more than that and so much more time than that really. Uh, I'm not a fan of these flash fiction things so uh, sorry if you're a flash fiction author and that's all that you do. It's just not for me so this length is just about right for me though. It's a longer short story. I had a great time reading it. The storytelling is, is great. The writing is good. It's very picturesque. Like I said, I could see this unfolding as a graphic novel in my head. So thanks again, Eric, for sending it along and definitely go check it out. Okay. So aside from that reading, I'm doing a little bit of other reading. I'd actually put a book down I'd started reading The Spire by William Golding and uh, the author of Lord of the Flies. And I got about three pages in and skipped forward. And it's just not for me. I mean, not only is it just way too Catholic and I knew that going into it, but it just, I don't know. I, I had this idea that the spire itself, the way that this person, this maniacal person building it, that it would be like this gigantic penis in the middle of a church. Um, because of the floor plan and that sort of uh, the humor I think is what carried me into trying to read this book so if you'd seen on my goodreads me actually deleting a book that was that so I won't be reading The Spire by William Golding but I'm still reading 
Cold North Killers. I'm about halfway through, which is great because I didn't think I'd go that quickly, but oh man, Lee is a great writer. And I'm, like I said in my last video, really looking forward to him doing more uh, lengthy books like this right now. He seems to be writing a lot of academic journals for academic journals, which is great and lucrative, I'm sure. And I like that. And that's what he ought to be doing. But for us peasants, ooh, some more books, please. I'm also reading Kill Creek. I just started Kill Creek and I'm really, really enjoying this and the tone of this as well. I'm a sucker for haunted houses. So yeah, Kill Creek is probably going to be the next thing that I review for the show. In the meantime, I'm going to be thinking about doing some more author tube videos. I already have one that I've recorded on doing short stories and there may be another one like that, maybe tools for short stories, but I also want to do a video on writing a brief bio and writing a book blurb summary of your story, the back cover copy. I really, you know, reading a lot of what are, what constitutes as blurbs in the Horror Writers Association new authors, new releases page and you know, the author's books page, I read a lot of summaries and I read the good and I read the bad and I read the ugly. So I kind of want to do a video on writing those and why to not just write one, why you must write several. So those are some ideas that I have uh, cooking up aside from some awesome reading that I have uh, slated with Kill Creek and the other Grady Hendrix novel that has been sitting patiently on the to read pile. So if there's anything you think I should be reading, let me know in the comments below. If there's anything you're reading that's particularly excellent and fits in my wheelhouse of extreme horror, haunted houses, things like that. Or like I'd pled in earlier videos and Eric answered that call with short fiction novellas and things like that. So I can get my way through the summer a little easier. Do let me know in the comments below. Thank you again for watching and have an ooky spooky day. If you are looking for something new to read, some insight or reviews of horror you have read, or even talk from a writer's perspective, I hope you enjoy this little show. Feel free to check out the YouTube version by searching Typical Books, or visit me at LydiaPeaver.ca. Thank you, and have a dark, devious day.